Hello and a very big welcome to the Bar Stewards Inquiry first day Cheltenham debrief. Uh, myself, Lee Keys, systembet.co.uk, and as always, chewing the fat this evening to discuss the first day's action is John Leng of John Joe's Blogspot on Facebook. Well, yeah, good evening. Um, it was a, it was a it was a fascinating first day. Um, got to say, um, at one point the punters. We're looking like it, I wouldn't quite say it was any power uh, like uh, scenarios of accumulators, but certainly there was a bit of interest uh, on social media. Appreciate it went in the big, the big favourite. Shishkin followed up. Honeysuckle followed up in the champion. Blogger was on the verge of getting the Kleenex out, wasn't he? Well, you can imagine the blogger and stallion with concertista. You, you could, you know, I mean, there was. This is this is it. You see, I mean. It's great for racing in some respects, but the bookies must have been absolutely mortified on the running as Concertista hits fives on on the machine as it takes it up. There must have been people sat there with the with possibly a lucky fifteens or the hackers absolutely bouncing, thinking this is it, only to be done by Sneezy and Fat Gordon uh, with Black Tears, who uh, decided. Uh, it was not the day for Concertista, and this wonderfully game there, by the way, decided it was going to do everybody's, everyone's hackers, John. Sickening scenes, yeah? Well, certainly sickening with the blogger. It was, uh, he, he tweeted very despondently after that race, I, I, I think. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think the accumulator went for a hell much Schmidt anyway. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I did feel certain people's pain. I did look on 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 Twitter, and there were certain people posting slips and yeah. you know, and and run on bets. And you're thinking, you know, is this, is this shades of sort of Annie Power? It wasn't on Annie Power's scale, I do concede, but but it was still like you know, for some people, it 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 would have paid for the week and beyond. I would have imagined. Um, but anyway, that's it. The bookies live to fight another day. They had big winners in the handicaps today. Vintage clouds, fifties on the machine, and uh, Jeff Kidder for no oh. needs springing that one. Uh, I would all met, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I spotted this as a three-year-old. I'm not. By the way, I'm not taking any plaudits. Did I back it? No. Um, I'm just saying that I spotted it as a three-year-old handicapper for, for no need. He, he obviously got off, off a ni- nice mark. But to even even suggest it was going to win that today, don't know, pass. Um, but that's, I mean, that, that they were the handicap winners. And then Galvin to finish off in the um, National Hunt chase. Um, right, going through the races, John. Um, appreciate it, won, won the first today, the, the, the Supreme. Looked a bit of a non-event for me. I, I can't see many that's run the race there. Bally Adam beaten 25 lanes, clouted the third last. Um, Appreciate it. It was a good performance, but I I, I wonder what ran the race in that. Beat some absolute corpses today, haven't it? I mean, yeah. Metier was beating halfway down the hill. Um, yeah. You know, um, some mystifyingly bad stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, Bally Adam did make a bad. <coughs> um, yeah. And that was that was the the race end really for it. But but apart from that, you know, I mean. Bearing in mind that the second horse that unluckily came down at the last, uh, Blue Lord, um, that was sort of penciled in for the county hurdle. And again, I, I reckon it was uh, the owner, Simon Munier, probably thought, well, 
the Supremes, it's cutting up. There's not many runners. You know, may as well have a crack uh, rather than than a, than, a, than a big field county. But I, I was a I bit sickened at that, to be honest, because I mean, well, you know, I was on Blue Lord for the county. Absolutely. And, um, for my mind, it had been so to a faster pace anyway. Yeah. Um, apart from the last, he jumped absolutely perfect. Yeah. And I, I was just left thinking, what a waste, really. Yeah. And it was it, running a time slow, uh, 5.32 seconds slower than standard. Not the quickest time of the day. The champion hurdle beat that, but still appreciate it should. He uh, solidity and why he was a solid favourite and heavily backed the night before. Uh, second race of the day, we saw the Arkle Trophy. Um, Shishkin went off a very heavily backed four to nine favourite, about one five five, I think, nearly off on the exchanges. Uh, as a little bit of opposition came in for it, uh, maybe due to the Henderson form, etc. But um, what a what a race setup it had, John. I mean, did you see that? Did you see the two idiots on on? Well, on well, that's the thing, isn't it? He's been two absolute grizzlers there, hasn't he? Um... It was tricky for Rachel because if she left the other one alone, he gets a softie, doesn't he? But and and her arse was probably pulling a bit hard anyway. Um, he jumped lovely the first half dozen fences, but he was always going too much. Yeah. As a result, yeah. gets all mankind at it as well. And at the end of the day, Siskin's right now because they haven't done the races. Yeah, totally concur. Uh, I was a bit incensed on, on Twitter today because everyone was lauding it as some kind of absolutely world-beating performance. Uh, the, the way I see it, it's shown absolutely nothing more than what it's shown all season. It's beat the runner-up by three and a half lengths more than the Doncaster pushed out. Um, you know, I, I'm laughing at the Racing Post ratings. They've given the third horse two pounds more than its official mark. Well, how can it? How can Captain Guinness have run two pounds better than its official mark, pulling its cock off for the entire? You know, I mean, I mean it's absolutely ludicrous to say that that horse has run to any kind of official mark. If it had pulled like that in a handicap off 153, it would have got beat 77 length. You know, is it, there's no way that that horse could have run run its race uh, no. today, and. So that for that reason, like like I pointed out myself on social media today, I said that Shishkin barely has ran above his official rating of 162. The racing per se 172. Good luck with that. Um, as I said, this is this is what separates people that do it for a living and people that sit at home cheering them on and saying, "Wow, what a performance!" etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Shishkin, a fantastic animal, but as I said, has he improved on on anything he's shown so far? No, not not. In the slightest, in my view, uh, we had the ultimate X. John, I know you're a bit sick here because I know you liked Happy Go Lucky, and he ran into a big gallant grey today. Were you a bit sick afterwards? I was a little bit sick, to be honest. Um, I thought he was going to win turning in. Uh, yeah, needed a bit of momentum from the last, clouted it instead. Um, can't knock the the, the lovely old grey for running on like hell, can you? No. Um, I think that was his fifth attempt at the race. I probably backed him in three of them. Well, I mean, like you said, he had got good course form. <coughs> Everything sort of said if he ran his race, it weren't a vintage year. We, we no, were no, discussing no. this in the original pod and we said we were surprised yeah. at the lack of depth of some races. And like you said, maybe, maybe that was a little bit, I know it's after timing, I don't want to have to sign 50s winners, but 
some people I know have backed this on on the strength of its previous runs yeah. uh, at, at the festival. Um, so fair play to them. But I did feel fear. I honestly thought coming to the last, uh, I thought with a good jump you're gonna you're gonna yeah. go mightily close. The last didn't help. Um, but by the by, it is one of them things. On to the champion, um, Honeysuckle the mare. Uh, destroyed them. Um, obviously, things went right for in the race in the fact that Goshen decided he wanted to hang up Presbury Hill. Um, and that was it. After that, you basically got Epiton wasn't jumping that fluid in rear. Um, and after that, po- again, possibly not not that much to beat, John. Possibly not. Um, wonderfully impressive in beating not much. Just, yeah. You know? Um, yep. Delighted for Blackmar um, that she won a championship race. I think that's well deserved. I thought she rode it very coldly, kept it simple, kicked on when she needed to, and well deserved to win a championship race. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Rachel Blackmore, for a while now, has, 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 has said to me that, from my analysis, is that she's she's up there, right up there with the uh, with the boys. I know women jockeys don't like that comparison; they just want to be considered as jockeys. But but in this day and age, as punters, there's still that there will always be that stigma of of, of male and female. That's just how it is it, 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 in racing for me at the moment. Doesn't deserve to be like that. But at the same time, the fact that Rachel Blackmore's won the champion, and my points made here. It'll be on the national news, the 10 o'clock news, and they'll be making a, a deal of it because it is a female jockey. So that that's my point. You know, if, if, if they want to be considered as normal, then it wouldn't be a, a big deal that it would, would be a female, but they will make a deal of it that it, that it is a female. And as I said, before, before the race, I'm not a fan of um, mares in receipt of uh, uh, £7 in championship races because... Because you go home with the champion hurdle trophy, but at the same time, you know, like Charger, you know, connections of Charger, Rich Richie, no one feels sorry for him, but the the, the point is... Yeah, if anybody else had been second, it really Yeah, I'm just sorry, saying, if, yeah. This is, if this is, I mean, from my point of view, if this had been like a northern yeah. trainer that had tra- you know, trained the second, and yeah. you're having to give it seven, and, and, this, and, and let, let's say this mayor ends up a double <laughs> champion hurdler, Getting the seven every year. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan. I just the, the only thing with it, Rain Richie, Rich, you just wish it had been a short end, don't you, really? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then it can be really complaining. Um, yeah, so no one feels sorry there. Uh, go on to the Close Brothers, the 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 Mayor's Herbal, and that was the the coupon buster. As always, there's always one coupon buster. Uh, and Black Tears getting up close home. I know, John, you were critical of the ride on Roxana. You felt um, Harry Skelton should have kicked sooner. Um, yeah, Arthur gets three miles well. Um, yeah. He's going well halfway down the hill. I don't I don't see where he's hanging on till there to use the turn of spade, you know? Yeah. Um, I, think, I, think that, I think you're right. I think that's it. In a way, he did get swamped for foot. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sheep. Oh, terrible. Um, but, but, yeah. I think the ground possibly quickening up at well as well at that point. Again, all of my reasons met my use of it, you know. Yeah, I, I to be honest, it's fair comment. Um, like he didn't get beat far, you know, less than just just under three lengths, I believe. Like you say, decisions can make. He, he can have named it that, couldn't he? Coming down the hill. Yeah, possibly. 
possibly possible because we did discuss that again on the pod about you know you like Roxana understand yeah. your best form in the race by a mile. Problem is it all came half a mile further. So like you say, and the time wasn't amazing. So you could probably say they crawled a little bit as well. Yeah, exactly. um, um so she might have left some running there. Um yeah, she she runs over the line, you know. I mean that's the thing she hasn't been curling up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um we go on to the Boodles, uh, juvenile uh, handicap hurdle, the Fred Winter with good old Jeff Kidder, um, Pippin St. Sam in the closing stages. Uh, any of you on this, John? Well, St. Sam's run a ripper for starters. Yeah. Um, good point towards a triumph favourite. Yeah. Um, I thought Paul Nichols also ran well. Uh, um, my horse nearly got decked at the top of the hill, but I thought Slevin had. Probably froze by then anyway. He, he, he didn't seem to know whether he wanted to shit or air cut throw out the race. Yeah. Um, yeah, or, or Buddle, Buddleston. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit untested at big breakings. You know, maybe we should have factored that in. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, a shock winner for most. Um, I think St. Sam's run, <coughs> like I said, I think if you're on Zana here, anti post, I think you sat very pretty right now because I wouldn't want to back anything other than Zana here um, uh, come later this week in the triumph. Um, only thing that possibly is a concern is the quickening of the ground. You know, is that gonna is that gonna favour Tritonic in you know a little bit little bit of quicker surface? Zana here has obviously been playing his trade on. You know what you'd say is quite testing ground this winter. Um, now whether Zani is him, to be no, no, no. Well, he's, he's got such a turn of foot yeah. that you. I, I mean, the, the way you can just quicken and finish a race, you know, that that that's it. The, the slowly run race at Christmas at Leopardstown, where he was, he was like, you, you're thinking you might be in trouble here. But he settled it in strides off a slow gallop, and you're thinking, well, to do that, you're pretty smart because, you know, if that was a way to get beat, it could have been a way to get beaten. But yeah, we're all Zanny here, Campier, at Bastards. Um, last race of the day, uh, John finished the day nicely. He backed, well, he had a Dutch, I think, didn't you? Escaria, yeah. 10, and Galvin. Um, well, Galvin was me one in me exotics as well, you see. So yeah. that's why I had slightly more on Escaria, 10. Uh, yeah. Just to sort of balance things up a bit, but yeah, perfectly happy with all that happened out. Yeah, so I mean, to sort of day one, not a bad day. Uh, I, I did all right. Uh, John's done all right. Um, hope you did all right. Uh, other things to discuss today, just 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 briefly. Um, ITV COVID thing, John. Did you see that? Couldn't believe it. To be honest, um, the the cat felt that throw because that was just utterly stupid, you know, reopening all wounds and why, why, why revisit that? You know, I mean, racing got so much stick over it. Yeah. And then to bring it all back just absolute foot in mouth territory. Ridiculous. I mean, you you wonder who's in charge <coughs> out, output there. Because it's like I mean, you we've said we've touched on this on, on our on our regular podcasts every week. Yeah. And, and we've said that racing has this uncanny habit of trying to appease people that it, that will never be fans of the sport anyway. You know, and, yeah. and, and this this sent like that today. This sent like a oh we're racing, but we we recognise all the, the the mistake of last year when yeah. when 
why on earth are we even talking about last year? It's as if we're trying to appease it, appease someone that might be casually watching that doesn't give a shit, basically. Unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. And the BHA are guilty of it. ITV Racing are now guilty of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's terrible for the sport. And watching the reaction of a lot of, um, you know, racing celebrities, media, tipsters, pundits, you name it, everyone was in agreement that everyone was in shock at like mm. that, that, you know, terrible. What a terrible thing to do on, on, on ITV one, basically not good for racing. Didn't um, just shoot themselves in the foot. Did they? they shoot the double barrel right up and on the backside. Do you, do you like the, um, the uh, five Irish train winners in, on day one nuts and hair? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've had five. They were probably disappointed, um, <laughs> you know. Um, well, you know, because they had man's hair, couldn't they? Different. They're not even playing the same sport at the minute. Five, five winners. Um, so well done, Ireland. There, you're well on your way to your to your twenty winners. That used to be the total, didn't it? You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, nuts and hair. You know, you know, we know always. They had good squads coming over with Tommy Carvery riding a few, didn't they? And yeah. They went on with five or six winners. Everybody was happy as Larry, you know. They're all polishing the shit early. And now, And I don't know what you feel, John, but I don't feel Popeye isn't in that much form for the remainder of the week. I know Shishkin's won, but no, you look at the rest um, of them. Yeah, I mean... I'll, I'll probably still play them too in the Gold Cup tomorrow at very small stakes. Can't follow your prices. You know, um, but I'll, I'll, I'll just have them win show and I'll loss really more than anything. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I can't bet them as, I would have bet them if I thought the stable was flying. Yeah. And on to tomorrow, any changes tomorrow in regards to uh, ground or... Like, because obviously it is looking like good, good to soft. Possibly going to, with that 14 degree temperature there, might dry out a bit. You wouldn't roll well in putting a splash on, I don't think. Um, that's probably later this week, as daft as it sounds. Mm, uh, mm. I, I, I think you could do that, yeah, definitely. Uh, it'll, be, it'll be good ground tomorrow, I would have thought. I mean, going through just quickly, just briefly, races tomorrow, 120, the Ballymore. You, you're, you're still Bob Ollinger? Yes, um, he's in the multiples with Galvin and, uh, yeah, I'm knackered Dave, maybe. Yeah, brave man's game for me. Uh, 155 Cheltenham, uh, the uh, the novice chase, the, the, the Sun Lions. <laughs> we have to say Sun Lions. Monkfish. The, the, the Lap of Honour, yeah. Yeah, Lap of Honour. I, w- I would say, folks, uh, just have a little bit on Sporting John in the place markets and just exotics, etc. Sporting John. It's a price. Next race, uh, the Coral Cup. John, are you sticking with your your Henderson? Um, I've, I've got the Henderson ones back small, and uh, I've also had a little bit on uh, Sneezies for the, the Marans because uh, I've, I've <laughs> duplicated the daft double as well. Yeah, got an old Sneezy. Yeah, two winners today for Sneezy. Yeah, yeah, big Gordon, big Gordon riding the thoroughbred back up, probably. Absolutely. Um, yeah, fourth race, the the Queen Mother, uh, obviously, probably Shaq and Porsoir by default now. You can't look, can't look past it. I won't be having a bet, I don't think. No. 
Uh, I agree with that, actually. No bets for us either in that. Cross-country, is this uh, pate and gin time or pate and cups of tea? Uh, I'm having a little bit of Rachel in that one. Um, and uh, Balcode, if you want it, or something like that. Balcode, if you want it, Look at the price on JP's four to five. I know. Four to five. I know. Jesus. Uh, not much there. No, the vote is a teddy bear now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Grand annual. Uh, oh, look at the front. Look at chosen mate, John. It's collapsing. They've stuck yeah. the kid on Jordan game for taking the seven off. Um, it's last year's winner, two there, isn't he? That's it. yeah, so, yeah. I, I, this this could be the one chosen mate. I've said it, it were 20s. We tipped it up a while ago. We we, we sort of mentioned it it's on got, the pod. It's, it's got to be a play, hasn't it? I mean, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, having a bit, I'm having a bit on pumpkin heads, um, because I can. But yeah. I think I think chosen mates extremely dangerous. And I could so not like, let it run loose. Yeah, we like that. And then the bumper. Any? Did we have any views, or did we just? Uh, oh yeah, you, you yeah. like three strike one. It's easy again. I did, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I've actually got one for Lingfield tomorrow as well. Ooh, go um, on, man. It's caught my attention that uh, a horse called Insomnia. That runs in the two forty at Lingfield is uh, Richard Spencer's best three-year-old, and it, make, it makes its debut tomorrow. Um, now, unfortunately, there was a bit of fives early on with Bet Three Six Five, and they smashed the hell out of that. Yeah. And it came into seven to four anyway. Other firms have adjusted. It's three to one at the minute. There's only three can win this race. Um, the danger would be the Alan King horse. That got hyped straight into Grilt Company after a running a maiden last year. It ran in the Coventry and then ran in the uh, the seven furlong Grilt Two at Goodwood. Yeah. Um, didn't cover it selling glory either, to be honest. But it, you know, obviously it's got the rating in the in the bank. The Gosden horse, the second favourite, I'd be worried about the head carriage. If if this insomnia is as the say is, I mean. My man in the yard says it can run to 80, not knocked about. It, it's got to be on the premises, but I've won an H way price, I think. Currently about three to one. They've, uh, yeah. they're, uh, they're having a little go on that. Mm. Um, but that's that's good. Some listeners there, insomnia from John. Um, I get plenty of that um, on a daily basis. But anyway, insomnia tomorrow, 240 Linkfield. Uh, bit of info it, it's there. It's the sort of thing where if plenty went wrong tomorrow and he was easy on it, yeah, you could turn out at the clearing mate and at twelve to one you could have a bet. Yeah, you know, interesting. So that's good. That's good for our, our listeners and followers there. Insomnia two forty at Linkfield. What a way to finish the show off. Uh, me and John's done all right today. Hope you have. Don't forget to check back with us tomorrow for the second day's review and obviously updates to any of our selections for the remainder of the meeting. That's all from me and John today. Have a good evening. Bye for now.